Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by Audible, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash Mrs. Brightside to get your 30-day free trial. And it's a great handy little app, especially if you don't like to read but don't want to be stupid. Just have someone read these books to you. And that's audibletrial.com slash Mrs. Brightside for your 30-day free trial to hear books instead of read them. Mrs. Brightside. Uh, open up the curtains. Look outside. What's outside? It's Mrs. Brightside. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm a widow. I can chew into the microphone if I fucking want. <laughs> See, I hit record because I knew it was going to be funny. So yeah, yeah that, that's well, going to be the intro now. So, Yahoo. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fuck you guys if you don't like me chewing into the microphone. Okay, good. Well, guys, um, this is Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. And today I have comedian Aiden Bart. <laughs> Yay! So, Lucretia. Uh, yeah. You have the best um, snacks here. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you want to be a guest on Mrs. Brightside, I do provide snacks because I have manners. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming in. Mm-hmm. It's funny. We just literally met last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like a lot back room. Yeah. I know, and you let me go up, and I, you know, and I didn't even have to wait outside, and I was, like, so grateful, because I, the only reason I've never gone up there is because I, I'm like, I can't wait outside for that long. Yeah. And it's just, like, it, it's, it's brutal, man. But, it's brutal. Yeah, like, that stage is comedy just icon- iconic. Yeah. It's just yeah. a brutal industry. Yeah. You know, you never get a break. Yeah. That's why I do a positivity podcast because this is this is therapy. This How long is, have you been doing this? Uh, since uh, January. Yeah. Oh, cool! Yeah. Awesome. Are you real into like positive psychology and stuff, or what? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Since we we've just met, you don't know. I, I don't know uh, anything about I, you. Yeah, I'm like I went to college. Uh, I have a master's degree in psychology. Like, no way. I studied serial killers initially, but then um, went into sports psychology because yeah. I was like, you know, a little happier. I love yeah. sports psychology. Yeah. It's so interesting, and that's where the CBT, uh, Cognitive Behavioral Behavioral Therapy, I love that CBT. Okay, so I have a book. Okay, so I have an Audible collection. I have, like... Oh, and this podcast is sponsored by Audible. No way! Really? If you go to audibletrial.com slash Mrs. Brightside, you will uh, get a 30-day free trial. Uh, That's amazing. Everybody should join Audible. (laughs) I have a book about about, sports psychology... Do you read books on sports psychology? Uh, not in a while. I'm more like been in the comedy mode, but I'm like, oh, I'll be interested. I'm like, and I can use my Audible credits. Well, there's yeah. one. Yeah. Um, that I love. It's by a coach. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the yeah. name of it right now, because you know. Yeah. Here. I will vamp. So yeah, like um, that was that's what I would do if I uh, didn't make it as a comedian. Because the funny thing is, as you heard, uh, you've heard my set. I have a black name. I could not get a job. How did that happen? <laughs> well, How, you could not get a job. Lucretia. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I, I was going on all these, inter- like, if I got an interview, I would go in and I would be the only white person there. And it was like, oh, I get what's happening. And it would be so funny. You're like, oh, well, okay, I'm not getting this job. I'm not getting this job. And so I started doing stand-up which is what I always wanted to do because I had to do a promo model job because with a headshot, they knew what I looked like. Yeah. Um, and my boss was a horror movie actress and realized I wanted, I would always want to do comedy and she was just super supportive. She's like, yeah, go to these open mics, do this. So great. And then it all fell in. It's like, you know, Are you enjoying yourself. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, okay. So this thing, yeah. this is, 
It's not a sports psychology book. It's yeah. a book by a yeah. sports coach. Yeah. Called Relentless. Relentless. Oh, by okay. Tim Grover. Tim Grover. Who okay. coaches like Kobe Bryant, yeah. and, like all the top basketball. And this guy is like, I don't care if you throw up. I don't care if you you just, you know like and, and like yeah. that kind of work ethic. Like sports man, I mean, ooh, those people. Yeah, like, uh, I grew up, I was a gymnast <clears throat> up until I was, like, a teenager. Oh, shut uh, up, so, really? Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Like, yeah, sports, so sports was always a big part of my life, and that's the reason I have the work ethic to do this. Uh-huh. I don't know, did you play any sports growing up? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, but I did yeah. dance. Yeah, oh, dance I was a, a musical sport. theater person. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, but that, that did require a lot of work. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you, you know, whether it's sports or something like that, anything that required you to be disciplined yeah. at a young age, I just see is all the difference in people. Yeah. And because, yeah, a lot of my friends that weren't exposed to sports or things like that, it's yeah. like, you know, they don't know how to self-discipline. Yeah. You know? Gotta just, you know, yeah. yeah, for sure. But cool. So we're actually here to talk about something uh, much uh, more sad, but the bright side of it rather than sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> you recently lost your boyfriend. I lost yeah. my boyfriend yeah. of five years. Yeah. You know, which, you know, I mean, you know, in gay years already, <laughs> that's like five centuries, you know. Yeah. I mean, lesbians, it's, like, it's not five, it's like five seconds. But, you know, so I was with him for five years and uh, he was older than me, and it just all happened at once. Like, uh, March, at the beginning of March, he had lymph nodes that got big. Um, and so I took oh, him man. into the ER, and uh, from there, it was just, okay, you have stage four cancer, or, or you have cancer, well, let's hope it's like lymphoma. No, it's let's lung cancer, which is oh. the worst kind. Oh, let's hope it didn't metastasize to everywhere. Yeah, no, it's metastasized to your lungs and your kidney. I mean, it was just oh, like, man. it was just a, a brutal three months. Yeah. And then, so he passed away in early June and uh, now it's mid-August. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like, as you say, just a whole lot at once. I mean, but I guess, I mean, trying to think of the bright side of that would be like, you know, at least you didn't have a lengthy battle with it as like right. some people, all the chemo. Cause I know, I mean, I, my grandfather suffered with emphysema for years. And yeah. so when he finally passed, we were just like so grateful because he suffered so much. Wow. Like, and it was like, it sucks for us, but I can't imagine for him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, was, so yeah, there's always that. It's like that, you know, considering that was quick. Like, yeah. You know, it could have been like years. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like you know, I yeah. actively, I'm actively yeah. trying to find good things about yeah. this situation. Yeah. Because uh, there's no changing it. No. So I can sit and you know feel bad for myself all I want. Actually, he came to me in a dream. Did I tell you this? No. Yeah. Three days after he died. He showed up in my dream. I like to... I, I don't know if I believe in spirits or whatever. I believe in ghosts. Yeah? I've, seen, I've had uh, ghost experiences. Like, uh, especially when my aunt died when we were a little what kid. Happened? Well, my dad, he was very angry about his sister's death. And he punched uh, a wall when we were at his house. And, you know, we're little kids. Like, what the hell is happening? Like, And then all of a sudden, the front door opens of his apartment. 
Um, all the cabinets start opening, closing. His no. cat's freaking out. Did that really happen? Yeah. Like, Lucretia. And, oh yeah, my little brother was there, and my our older half brother, you know, and our dad. Really? And then it was just like, wow, she's pissed at you for being, you know, like doing that in front of your kids. <laughs> oh. It was like, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Well, I hope. Yeah. So maybe it was him. Yeah. You know what? I, yeah. I like yeah. to. Th- I mean, that that'd be great. I would like to think that. And I think when it comes to something yeah. like that, I mean, from your experience, yeah. I guess you experienced it firsthand. I haven't experienced it firsthand, other than like weird things, right? Yeah. So, I, you know, I can choose to believe it or not. I guess I'll choose to believe it because it brings me some comfort. That's you know, yeah. just kind of go with it. Well, that's what faith is. Yeah. 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 So, uh, anyway, he came to me in a dream. Yeah. Three days after he died. And he, he gave me a hug. And then he was like, you know what, baby? Uh, no matter how much you cry, I can't be here to hug you. And I woke up. Like, I woke up from that. And um, I was like hyperventilating kind of, you know. And I looked over and he wasn't there. And I'm like, you know what? Like, he's right. He's yeah. so right. So basically... You know, he's saying you can handle this however way you want, but it's not going to change. It's unchangeable. So, other than killing myself, I just don't know what the... I mean... Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I had to make a hard... Okay, like, thoughts of suicide did go through my head while he was going through the cancer. Yeah, and too, like... You know, that is normal. We all have those thoughts and feelings. And, you know, especially now, I mean, when a guy steals a plane and uh, get to kill himself and drives it in. I mean, we're in a dark time right now. So it's, it's you know, at least, you know, again, going on the bright side, you know, you're not alone in those thoughts. And especially, yeah. you know, when things are so personal. And it's just like, but, you know, one thing you've done really well is a lot of suicidal people is uh, turn to comedy. I mean, you yeah. were set last night and last week was like... You know, all about, you know, this situation. And that's the thing is comedy equals tragedy plus time. Yeah. 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 So I'm lucky in that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, because your joke about ghosted, I'm like, even like this material you just told <laughs> me, I was like, really goes with it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I just have to make a decision yeah. on whether suicide was... He and I had a discussion, yeah. actually, because he told me, okay, like, so I, look, Richa, I don't, mm-hmm. you, I know you never met him, but we were really, really close, we really yeah. connected, like, real, it was not a thing of convenience, it was not a thing, you know what I mean, it was just like, we, you know, we did everything together, we went to, like, you know, I, I do, like, comedy shows around yeah. the country, he would always go with me. Aww. You know, yeah. uh, he organized, like, I have, like, a couple, like, other businesses or whatever. He helped organize all those. We spent every day together, probably for five years. And it was just, and he and I had a had an argument because, you know, he was like, hey, because it was so scary. He was like, if I go, you have to promise not to, you know, kill yeah. yourself. And I actually yeah. said to him, I was like, you don't get to determine that because you're the one with cancer and you get to go whatever the hell you want and I'm stuck here cleaning this mess. So you don't get to determine that. And he was like, I get it. But if you look at, you know, like, and I, but then the bright side yeah. 
of the the cancer, if you know, was man, did people come out to support? It was just incredible. Yeah. It really was. Well, this community here in comedy is very supportive. I know that a lot of like news outlets and social media and stuff will like, lead you to believe that comedy is not is not inclusive and not been supportive. And I'm like, that's not true. I mean, I'm watching the history of comedy, and that's never really been true. <coughs> comedy has always been the place for people to come and feel supported, like especially when you're dealing with real problems yeah. like that. And it's just. Because we all get it. We wouldn't be here if we all didn't have something like that in our life. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't get to be a comedian without a few skeletons in your closet. Yeah. Well, like, the way it was yeah. just... I mean, yes, they yeah. were emotionally there for me over over the telephone. Yeah. But, like, this one comes out. It's like, hey, I used to work for the foundation oh, at wow. the USC. I'm going to connect you to that referral. Hey... This guy I know is a doctor who runs a nutritional company. Let me correct you. Like, yeah. all these people showed up. And, you know, people care. Well, and two, that's the bright side of it, is you realize what an impact that was and that people care. And that, all you know, you really felt the support that you may not have ever noticed without it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It was, I mean, it was, and then Michael, right until the end, yeah. was so grateful and and um, I'm so grateful for yeah. all those people, and they um, and I, you know what, my mom, who's been uncomfortable with the whole gay yeah. thing, uh, she's very conservative Christian Korean, uh, and she really stepped out of her comfort zone, um, and so I looked at the, those things and I'm like, you know, if I just willingly just like. It, I never really considered suicide yeah. seriously, like, but like, if I did take myself out of the equation, it would hurt all these people, yeah. and, you know. Yeah, that's what it showed you. It's like, it sort of brought you out of that, was being like, wait, all these people do still care, even if he's not here. And, you know, he'll always be here in a way. And what's interesting about that is, like you say, we spent five years together every day, you know. That's that's a long time, and as you say, in in gay years. <laughs> but like in, to a lot of people, it's like five years together that strong. It's like, do you really think that you know? It's like that's perfect. So you know, in an essence, it really wasn't sullied at all. Like it could be if it kept going, and you could think about it in that way of like, wow, I got to have this perfect. Almost like Ted and How I Met Your Mother. Like, and when you realize at the end, the mother has been dead the whole time, and you're like. Wow, but he had this long, you know, perfect little marriage. You know, it was a perfect marriage for what it was, or you know, yeah. it was. It was. Um, yeah. I've never. Um, I really yeah. did. I really learned about love from from him. Yeah. I knew. I figured out what that the meaning of that was. I feel like uh, I was in several long term relationships before him, where I was like, okay, you know, cool. Like, this was not, you know, this was something very different. And I'm yeah. so glad that I was uh, able to be there for him uh, through his last uh, days. Yeah. Yeah. And there's that, too, because, like, you can only use that, you know, going forward. I mean, you've, you've experienced it. Like, to be honest, it's like, there, you've probably experienced one of the worst things that could ever happen. So it can only, only be uphill from there. <laughs> yeah. You know, ironically, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I feel I have a new self-confidence. Yeah. After having dealt with it, because those three months were so, ooh, so hard, yeah. and you know, 
now that it's over, and I'm like looking at it, I'm like, you know what? Like, I can honestly say I handled it the best that I could. And I'm like, hey, if I were watching from the outside and I saw the way that I was handling it, I would respect myself. I could, res I could see, huh, that's a respectable fella. He was loyal and strong and therefore his partner very loving. That's a respectable person. So there's a new level of self-respect that I have for myself from dealing with this. So it's interesting. Yeah, because that's the thing is, um, you know, if, if you can deal with that and do as well as you have, you can deal with anything. I mean, because, yeah, it's like, what's worse than losing the person you love? Nothing. Yeah. What are you going to do to me now? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> that's the thing. That's us as comedians. It's like, we're always trying to think of, it's like, how can we make this funny? How can we think about this in another way? And then that's what this whole thing is about. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, after that. I think, uh, I do, th you know, as yeah. with like positive psychology, I think, um, it was really helpful to, um, look at happiness and, uh, look at happiness as a, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a something that you have to work for and not something that just happens. So, yeah, because a lot of people, like you say, what do you want? And they're just like, I want to be happy. And it's just like, well, what does that mean to you? Because it's something to every, you know, it, yeah. it's a construct. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, yeah. you know, it's, it's to take that on. I mean, like right after Michael passed, yeah. I was like, I, I'm not, I don't really like being stagnant. I'm, you know, I'm just not. Yeah. Uh, sit down and sit, be still type of person. I know. I come from a long line of butch women. We don't... <laughs> Can you build cabinets? Yes. Are you a lesbian? No, I uh, wish. I would be the best lesbian there is. But no, sadly. Sadly, I like dudes. And like manlier than me. So there's like five choices. Ha! Yeah. In Los Angeles? Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. They're all in their skinny jeans and their... It's like, I don't want a girl. You know... Yeah. Have you ever ha been with a girl? No. Okay. Yeah, I just, honestly, I barely have women friends. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, like I just, well, you know. I'm like, oh, sorry, they're half, uh, more than half of the population. It's <laughs> good to know what you want. Yeah. I, I've never been with a woman. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Yeah, yeah and I, I and None I won't. None of us have ever been with a woman in this room. No. My dog, Zephyr. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Is he gay? Uh, no, she's, it's a she. Oh, no. Um, I know. I, she looks like a boy. Everyone thinks she's a boy. I, I thought Zephyr, you know. Yeah. I'm like, it's a very gender neutral name. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm like, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> That's where her name comes from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, so where were we? I'm like, we're all about, we're too strong to cry and, and make it, you know, which is awesome. And, too, it's like. What, what do you mean? Yeah, um. Just like some people are just overly emotional nowadays, especially, and it's mm -hmm. just like it. To me, the fact that that you were so strong, you're like, I'm not gonna cry about it. I'm gonna, you know. Well, I do cry about it. Yeah, you know, but you're going more like trying to think of it in other ways, not just like some people would be like in their sweatpants every day with yeah. their ice cream, but get, just getting out there and um, you know, going with it yeah. every day and do writing jokes about it. Like, yeah. yeah. Is uh, does your upbringing have a lot to do with that? Yeah. Uh, writing jokes? Yeah. Or just, uh, you know, 
channeling your emotions in another way? Uh, let's see. Does 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 the way I was brought yeah. up have something to do with that? Uh, yeah, because I know at least how I can explain it is in my family humor. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> Don't call me. That's the first time that's ever happened on this show. Should I? Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna try. But um, yeah, I'm like, you get another snack. Ha, oh, great, yeah. awesome. I haven't been yeah. chewing this. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> chew it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, like so. In my family, we always deflected stuff with humor, especially because like we dealt with a lot of crazy stuff. You know, my dad was severely mentally ill, so it's like. Eventually, you just have to laugh at it. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, so I was like, I don't know if that w it had anything to do with the way that you've been able to handle this. Because, yeah, I mean. I mean, you yeah. know, I've been through some yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if you I mean, if you want to name, yeah. like, a check mark mm -hmm. of every platform that a mm -hmm. social justice warrior yeah. wants to fight for, <laughs> I mark every, I'm yeah. gay, Korean, I was brought here undocumented. Yeah. Uh, that was a struggle. I didn't speak any English. I was like obese, and then I had an eating disorder about that. And then, uh, uh, you know, my grandmother worked as a kitchen helper for five yeah. seventy five an hour. You know, and we, you know, lived in low income housing and the ghettos of San Francisco. I mean, it was just yeah. like. So I guess you could say that I, humor has yeah. always been a way for me to defend myself. I guess. Yeah, because that's the thing you learn, you know, and that's the thing with a lot of these comics. It's like a lot of us started very early on. That's why I do that joke about my first joke, because it's like, yeah, you, you have to learn when you're weird or different or dealing with stuff that kids shouldn't be dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, hey, you know, I got to figure out a way to handle it. Yeah. 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 Huh. I think also uh, I've always had a lot of respect for strategy. Yeah. I love strategy. And so... I think it does apply to emotional strategy. Like I love CBT, like, yeah. like you um, yeah. practice. You know, I love that. Do you have, have you ever heard of, heard of uh, NLP, neuro linguistic programming? Oh uh, yes, yeah. I am a big neuro linguistic mm. programmer, and so I uh, did like reframing yeah. exercises and because it's like unchangeable. Like, what am I going to do? Like, uh, Yeah, and, and, and like you say, neuro-linguistic programming is more like a rewiring of you, which is a great something, something like, you know, Adam Carolla even always talks about is what he did, and just not in so many words, which is, is interesting. Because, yeah, it is like, like you say, what am I going to do? But you found positive outlets and ways to deal with it without, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was a yeah, passing thought. Exactly, I wasn't yeah. actually, you know, yeah. but, but for... The first month there, for the first month and yeah. a half, two months, I was so scared. I was just so terrified at the prospect of losing Michael that it was, it was, it was, oof, you know, yeah. but, uh, it's so, it's so funny because like, you know, actually going through the experience is easier than what you imagine it. And I feel yeah. like there is some kind of like spiritual guidance because for some reason from the beginning of the relationship, when I got together with Michael, I was like, Hey, if something happened to you, I would freak out. And you was like, baby, nothing's going to happen to me. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I always had that instinct. And I mentioned that at least like a couple times a week 
during the entire duration of our relationship. Wow, yeah. It was a running theme. Uh, and then this happened. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and that is sadly one of the things, because I know I'm into older men uh, myself. <laughs> yeah, so it's great. like It is one of those things that you start to do the math, especially if you want kids. You're like, well, if they're this much older than me, like, when, well, like will they be dead when our kids are like this? You know, because this is what girls think yeah. about. <laughs> but yeah, I, I totally like, thought about it, yeah. yeah. exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's like you do have those crazy thoughts, and like you say, that did happen. And it's not a crazy yeah, thought. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. You know? And now, a word from our sponsors. If you have a career in the arts, wouldn't you rather be working on your craft than trying to build your own website? That's why RadPortfolios.com creates affordable, custom websites for artists. It's super easy and totally all-inclusive. When you book a role, have a show coming up, or get new headshots you want to put up on your website, you just send the info over and your website gets updated at no additional charge. Starting at just $99 a month, they take care of your hosting, domains, security certificates, and just about any update you want to make your site. Use code BRIGHTSIDE, that's one word, for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com. Affordable custom websites for artists so you can get back to getting booked. And like you say, spiritual. And you mentioned your mother earlier was, you know, a conservative Christian. And, you know, do you, you know, <clears throat> subscribe to any of that? Like, if don't mind me asking, you know, do you believe in heaven and, you know, maybe that Michael's in a better place at least some sort of way? And Because and, to me, that is comforting. And I know there's a lot of people, like, whether you don't prescribe to all of the th things, but yeah. the idea of heaven and better place and... It's, yeah. it's, it's, um... Yeah. It's comforting. Yeah. And I actually yeah. have a friend that's a medium. Oh, wow. Like a personal yeah. friend who is a medium slash psychic. And uh, she was like, you can call me a crazy bitch right now, honey, but mm -hmm. Michael's sitting right here. And I was oh, like, wow. oh, really? Yeah. Okay, do tell. And um, I actually... Did I tell you about this? Um, yeah. So when that happened, yeah. I was in a public place and I was on the phone with my friend and he said, Michael saying that you guys had a lot of drama, which we didn't have that much drama. We didn't have that much drama, but like he's saying you guys had drama and, and I'm would like, it have been a gay couple? Isn't it all about the drama? No, it's not. And that's a, no, and I will not. I will not. No, absolutely not. We were yeah. the worst gay couple. Oh. We were the gay couple that nobody could get anything from. You're like we Matt can't... Balmer and his husband where they're just like so just beautiful and pretty with their kids and no drama. I know. And you're like, no, well, I mean, you're, you're a unicorn. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we can't decorate either. <laughs> we can't decorate. We can't paint. We can't pick out colors. See, that's why I'm the worst lesbian ever. You know, I don't like women and I can uh, decorate. This, this is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, uh, yeah, we were the worst couple. We would go to Marshall's. We were the same size. But like, these jeans are $9. Does it fit you? It fits me. We're getting it. That's gotta be the best thing ever, though. It's like, you we were don't like even have to have that big of closet. You don't spend a lot of money. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't even throw away any of yeah. his clothes. I kept them all. Yeah. Well, you know. they all fit. Why bother? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pragmatic. Yeah. I was like, I like that because I'm cheap too. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. cheap. 
yeah. things, you know. Of course, like, but but like this place does mm. not look cheap. It looks um, very expensive. Yeah, like luckily IKEA stuff looks nice. <laughs> very <laughs> nice. Yeah, everybody should come and record yeah. at, at, at the Creature Studio. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's what happened. Yeah. And uh, Michael um, was always, you know, very supportive of my comedy career. Uh, he actually, I run a show at the Laugh Factory. Um, it's an LGBT show. I've been doing it for three years. And oh, wow, yeah. He showed up to every single one. Every one of them? Every single one until he got cancer. That's so sweet. Like... And he would run the group people and make sure the audiences got sat together. And... Wow. It was very moving. Yeah. Um, yeah, because a lot of people, you know, we know as comedians, people aren't very supportive, especially your friends and family that aren't comics. And you're like, well, to see that he came every time and helped out. <laughs> every single yeah. time. And what did he do for a living? He actually uh, was a, yeah. a big uh, real estate oh, yeah. tycoon. He was yeah. like a flipper. But then the 08 crisis happened. Yeah. And it crashed. And so... Since then, you know, he was trying to recover there. You know, but I brought yeah. him into my businesses. Yeah. So, you know, I have a little business. I, I, I make bubbles at children's parties. Yeah. And I, like, teach people to do that. I do political consulting. Uh, you know, I organize people to go out there and collect signatures. So, yeah, gotta make money have, somehow. Yeah, we all have, like, a thousand jobs. As I say, I, you know, produce people's podcasts and yeah. do all that stuff as well. And, I, you know, do a lot of promo modeling still. Hmm, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's like, you know, just whatever's independent contract. Yeah. 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 So that's, 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 you know, what he did. Yeah. And we really did work together as a team. Yeah. And so, you know, I, 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 okay, wait, we were talking about the medium. Yeah. Right, so the medium told, asked, like, said, Michael said, hey, like, without all the drama between the two of you, mm -hmm. would it have been love? Is it love? Mm -hmm. And I lost it on him in, like, a hotel lobby. I was like, you motherfucker, I took care of you for the last three mm -hmm. months. I took three months off of work, and I was there for you. Every I lived in the fucking hospital for mm -hmm. your dumb ass, and you're gonna sit on a goddamn cloud and say, oh, I wonder if you love me. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Michael. Okay, just because you're dead doesn't make you right, you motherfucker. At the hotel yeah. lobby. Um, and, of course, everybody's like, yeah. you know. And then my friend actually was like, are you sure you want to talk about your dead boyfriend that way? <laughs> and then she said, hmm, Michael says he can't fuck himself because that is a human privilege. Oof. And I was like, that is what he would say. That uh, smart ass. Yeah. And I was like, maybe she is kind of communicating with him. Uh, and that's a pretty specific thing that is very idiosyncratic. So, like, you know, it's like, you know, you have to believe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, there's a lot of things that happened since he's passed. I mean, yeah. one of the one of the great things um, that the cancer and the imminent death afforded me was I got to have the time with him yeah. to tell him how much he loved me um, and how much I loved him and we loved each other. Like we, every time we were gonna go to the emergency mm -hmm. room, we we're like, this could be the last time. So let's sit down for an hour and tell each other. Everything that we wanted to say. And um, he, you know, he was, you know, we both really got to put it all out there. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was, it was really an experience. It was, um, and I can honestly say that I, I got to say everything I wanted to say to him. 
And, uh... Yeah, and not everyone gets to do that. I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah. It's... Yeah. You know, it, it, like you said, yeah. it is like a love that had five years, and we got to close the chapter. Yeah. And I'm just getting a little emotional here and there, yeah. but, like, it's not, like, you know, disempowered. Yeah. But, like, you know, I do, um, yeah. You so. know, it's just like, like you say, it's a, it's a perfect love story because, you know, it has an ending. I mean, don't every movie we watch has an, an ending in a way, like, you know, uh, you don't just linger on and on like some people. Yeah. Yeah. Where they eventually fall out and then it's no fun. At least y'all were always in love. Yeah. We yeah. were. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, you know, it, it going through all of this, uh, so this whole thing, I would not choose it. Yeah. You know, I, I would give everything back, including years. I would give 30 years of my life or 40 years. I would yeah. give whatever to have him back. But that's not an option. No. So I have to look at things positively. I have to look at things bright, right? Like, like you said. Um, and I guess, like, in a way, it's made me stronger. It's making me super, like, self-empowered. Like, um, I was in a lot of medical debt yeah. uh, afterwards because everybody should know this about hospitals. Uh, we went to the emergency room and he was in all this, like, pain. Uh, and so they put him on, yeah. like, oxycodone. Yeah. And they were like, okay, like, you can get this at your pharmacy. And they wrote out a prescription for you. We go to the first pharmacy, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, we've given away our month's supply. And then you go to the second pharmacy. And the same thing. Third, fourth. And you go to the seventh pharmacy, and then you run insurance, and they don't accept insurance. Yeah. Your partner has now run out of medication in his body because of the, you know, the IV drip that they gave him in the hospital has run out. Now he needs the medication. He's in extreme pain. Do you pay the $1,500? Yeah. Or do you let him suffer? You pay, you pay the fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So I ended up in like you know both of us like yeah I ended up in like debt, and I think what happened right after was like hey look I'm gonna give myself a project to make me feel yeah. at least empowered and strong through this you know, and uh, so I decided like I'm gonna like I'm getting out of debt that's it I'm getting out of I'm making a decision right now to get out of debt and so. I put that out there and like, you know, a friend of mine started a GoFundMe and I got like five grand from it. And then I got that core political coordinating job, which paid off the rest of it. It was like, I'm out, I'm out of debt now. So like, it's just like, kind of like, I feel like, um, you know, strong. I feel like. You feel accomplished because like, hell. I'm in so much debt, it's not even funny. I mean, and only half of it is from, like, my surgery last year. Because, yeah, as I say, hospitals are expensive. and But, you know, you I mean, got to get that shit out of your head you gotta, or whatever it is. It's, it's like, like yeah. they put they put you in a corner. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what are you supposed to do? If you need the medication tonight, if you miss a dose, yeah. you're going to be in extreme pain. Yeah. Um, did you ever look at alternative methods? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like um, CBT, uh, CBD. CBD right? oil, yeah. yeah. Dude, I tracked down... Because that's what I used after mine, because I didn't want to take the opiates because of my family. Did you do the Rick Simpson oil or what? Um, yeah, well, um, I actually <laughs> used... Um, I'm trying to think of the brand name at the time. 
but I think it was like Humboldt Apothecary that it was like clearly just medical like tinctures. But yeah. right now I've been using um, HH Hemp Company's uh, like CBD oil uh, that's like an MCT oil mix and putting it in your coffee. Yeah. And then um, they even have like if it's like topical, like they do um, got the this injectable. magic ball. Oh, wow. I tracked yeah. down this guy who, who's a I didn't professor. know they even made those. Okay. It's like experimental. Yeah, and this is so much more affordable and less addicting. And, you know, too, with opiates, they're, you know, they, uh, for severe pain like he had, like, I can imagine those were probably, like, the strongest thing you could get. But, like... It, it, it stopped it, working. Uh, yeah, because as exactly. it went on... It just as opiates kept, do. Yeah. Yeah. Like... But with CBD, there is no tolerance. It's not like even the THC. There is no tolerance. So, like, yeah. you don't have to keep taking more and more and more. No, no, seen. no. Yeah. I, what I was, what I'm saying yeah. is, the CBD oil was, was no no longer effective for the oh pain. Oh man, yeah, yeah, it got real bad. Yeah. Um. The CBD, we took CBD oil because it has cancer. Uh, yeah. There's been research that chemotherapy alone has eight percent success. Yeah. Where chemo combined with CBD oil has like twenty something, thirty yeah, something percent. It, it quite increases your chances. And the in the in two, now that hemp has become officially legal in the US, they're able to research this. So maybe the next person you know, and more patients will be getting this better pain medication that's not addicting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that'd be great. Yeah. I think there's a lot and I mean I learned so much during this process mm. about you know what? If anybody has health problems or whatever, no. I know a lot now. And how to avoid the pitfalls, you know? Um, you always want to go to, if you are in a situation where you think you're going to need, like, heavy medication, yeah. you always want to check yourself into a hospital that has their own pharmacy. Yeah. The USC has their own pharmacy. Yeah, I, I have Kaiser Permanente, and, and luckily they have their own pharmacy. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there are certain things I can't get there. Like, I have to get my B12 shots <laughs> elsewhere. And I medically prescribe B12 shots. Yeah. But, you know, it's crazy. But what you can't get anymore because people use it recreationally whether it's opiates or uh b12 shots yeah Yeah. i mean whatever you know but uh yeah so that's the story of michael i guess (laughs) i mean there's more to it yeah but you know i'm I'm just trying to deal with it i'm doing great on some levels i'm not not you know i'm not perfect on other levels well i mean when you deal with something like that as i say it's literally one of the worst things that could happen the fact that you're here and you're trying to make the best of it is you know more than most people too i mean as we say a lot of people time just stops and it's like it's great that you you know have this outlook already and you know wanted to come do this i mean i'm glad you invited me yeah you know i think Michael uh, really did want me to continue with the comedy. Yeah. And two, uh, have you seen Patton Oswalt's latest special? No, his yeah. wife died. Right? Yes, Suddenly. exactly. So I was like, that's somebody you could perfectly relate to because he woke up and she was dead. That, and they had okay. children and it was just like, wow, like all of a sudden and, you know, it was like a prescription you know, sort of mix up really in a way. She wasn't trying to kill herself. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, as we go back to this, this can be very dangerous. Yeah, and, your life yeah. could change like that yeah. at any moment. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it makes you appreciate yeah. what you have, you know? Yeah. So, 
Yeah, because, you know, he woke up one day. You had the three months, and like you say, you got to say everything you wanted to say, and, yeah. Did you hear about, was it Nate Burkus, the home design guy? The gay one? Well, the gay home design guy? Yeah, I mean, I they're, all, like, gay. Like, they're all gay. They're all gay home design. Right on HGTV. No, he I'm like, a, let me look a, it up. I'm like, oh, I'm like. His boyfriend know. died. Really? From, like, a hurricane. That's crazy. And died suddenly. And did not have a chance to say goodbye or whatever, you know? That's crazy. I know. I'm like, let me go look this up. Because I'm like, it's crazy. What happened? Nate Burgess? So, yeah. like, a, a hurricane or yeah, a storm or something? Yeah. Like, I did not hear that. And it was, like, in 2016. What? Really? Or, yeah, it was or 2004. I was like, oh. uh, this article was in 2016 about his husband. Yeah, in 2004, Nate's partner was killed in the devastating tsunami during their visit to Sri Lanka. Wow. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, uh, the medium... Another medium. Okay, yeah. so when, when your friend dies, or when, yeah. you, when, you and your friends find out that your boyfriend died or something in Los Angeles, yeah. they just buy you a session with a medium. It's Los Angeles, that's what they do. Yeah, that's what LA, they always send you to a psychic or something. Yeah. But There's one down the street for 10 bucks. Have you gone? <laughs> no. Do you believe in psychics? I, I believe, like, like, psych level. Did you ever watch that show on no. USA? Like, it's one of my favorite shows. Because I'm a little like that. Uh -huh. I pick up on things. I have a little bit of intuition. Do you? Um, and, like, you know, because, yeah, I'll have dreams sometimes and then they come true. Like, you know, huh. nothing to... But in, like, that level of psychic, I believe. A lot of these people, I'm like, I don't know. Like, um... I have to tell you yeah. about the yeah. craziest psych... Okay, yeah. so... In April... <laughs> I've never met this guy. My mom calls. My Okay, first of all, my mom likes to pretend like gay doesn't exist. She likes to pretend like I'm asexual. So she sets me up with this Korean guy and gives him my photo and my time of birth and uh, my, um, uh, my name. My name, my time of birth, um, and, uh, you know, my photo. And he looks at it and he brought a 20-page report to our meeting. And I opened it. <laughs> That's so Asian. <laughs> it's so, right? It's so, and it, all in Korean. Print yeah. it out. <clears throat> I open it. It's crazy. This was mid-April. Yep. He did not know about Michael. This is uh. what it said. I, I had just turned 33. Mm. And he said, okay, at 32, you had a very disturbing, uh, some some something happened. Some very something bad, but don't worry. By the end of May, it'll resolve itself. And in June, you will go up north where you will make a lot of money. And I was like, I heard that, and I was like, does I was still taking care of Michael? I was like, does this mean Michael's gonna die at the end of May? Michael died at the end of May, and I ended up working in Washington State for the political wow. campaign where I made like. The money. So, that's insane to me. Yeah. Like, that's, that is that's pretty that's crazy. dead on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I went to San Francisco because I wanted to get away. And I was like, is this what he meant by a lot of money? Because I'm not really making a lot of money. And then I got a call from that day, Washington State, saying, hey, we could use your help in the political campaign. I know you just lost your boyfriend, but if you want to come, you're welcome. So, I went and did it. And, I mean... 
That's pretty dead on, right? Yeah, I'm like that. And that's you want to meet him? You can meet him. Yeah. I'll take you to yeah. Korean food. What I like yeah. to do for my friends, yeah, is to take them. You like Korean people? Oh my god, I love Korean people and food and spas, all of it. Oh great! I was at KCON all weekend. Hey, <laughs> so I I take my girlfriends or, my, yeah. or boyfriend, whatever, to a Korean lunch. Yeah. With his name is Mokcho. Mokcho. Mm-hmm. Oh. He has a white streak in his hair. He's very wise looking. I have to meet this person. You I have love characters. To. He's yeah. and he will sit there and he will look at your face and he'll be like, mm, like you, like he told my friend. Yes, I got, I you know yeah. brought my friend to meet him, and he said, you have um, kidneys that have fat around it, which is causing you to retain weight. You have to stop drinking. And she's like, I do drink a lot, and I do have a hard time keeping weight off. He might say that to me, too. <laughs> he sees illnesses. Yeah. Like, Whoa. it's crazy. So, anyway, you gotta meet him. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm very intrigued by this person. I'm like, I'm definitely in. Yeah, he's so Korean. Yeah. He does not even speak a word of English. Like, not, not even, like... <laughs> I, uh, I can't uh, speak Korean. Can you, like, can, I could say cup. Yeah. I wouldn't know what cup is. No. Like, just nothing. Not a... Not anything. So. He's a character. Yeah. Yeah, so, it, uh, you know, I made a new friend, because he kind of yeah. helped me through this process, too, and, uh, you know, my mom, uh, I became closer to my mom. Which is and, always good, as yeah. you say, you were never very close before. No, yeah. we were close. Yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. you know. Just awkward, yeah. Koreans just have a way yeah. of avoiding things they don't want to face, sometimes, and Koreans and uh, you know everybody. I was like, I was like, white people are like that too. Uh, and certain wasp, the you know. it's like avoidant. Yeah, it's like we don't want to deal with our problems. Yeah. yeah. So, but I find that leaning into your problems, yeah, is better. So yeah. Yeah. I know. So you know you. Again, the last few uh, episodes I've had, it's been more just people that are perfect uh, for this show because we're actually really just doing it as therapy. A lot of this other has been like goofy, like trying to talk about like ska music or bad movies or stuff. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I thank you again for coming in. And, you know, this was such a good episode. I'm like, this is exactly what it needs to be is, is therapy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, ther- it's therapy. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yay. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm yeah. going to finish eating these and take yeah. a few bags of chips. <laughs> of course. Um, do you have any upcoming shows you want to vlog? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so when is this coming out? Uh, this will be out next Tuesday. Okay. So that'll be um, August 21st. Yeah, so August yeah. 21st is the date of my uh, Rainbow Pop Lab oh, wow, show. Yeah. Uh, August, 20, August 29th. Is Long Beach Laugh Factory. Mm-hmm. I'll be headlining San Diego Comedy Heights that weekend. I think August 31st and September 1st. Labor Day weekend, yeah. 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 Cool. So that should be a good show. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'll be doing my Dead Boyfriend material, so. <laughs> Who doesn't love Dead Boyfriend material, right? now? <laughs> Uh, you know what? Yeah. I bombed so hard on Wednesday with it. Oh, really? At the Laugh Factory. Oh, yeah. You know, people can handle it more. Yeah. Then I, I went to the Van Nuys Comedy Club. You know, yeah. Or Springbok or whatever you want to call it. I went there and they, uh, 
Mm. <laughs> I know there are just some crowds. There's a reason I never perform in Silver Lake. <laughs> yeah, like, they don't yeah. like happy people. Ha! <laughs> they don't like people who have a voice that isn't theirs and that's authentic. Because um, yeah, it's like this is my name. I it, it's a black name, and that's the joke. Don't take it too seriously. I didn't. <laughs> like, These social yeah. justice warriors. Oh, I know. I'm so like, glad we're on that same page. There are a bunch of. I said PC stands for pussies and cunts. Oh my god. Yep. And then like they preach to me about. Yeah. Like, I know. do not preach to me about oh, yeah. this. Okay. Please. <laughs> I will actually. In fact, I dare you. Go ahead. Tell me I'm being politically incorrect. Ridiculous. Yeah, and that's my thing. Is like they try to tell us that our comedy isn't right when it shouldn't be offending them. It's like. I'm sorry. Do, do you have a dead boyfriend? Do you have a black name? Then shut up. Mm. <laughs> Are you like, gay? Yeah. Are you an undocumented yeah. immigrant? Did yeah. you grow up in government housing? Did you grow up in the ghetto? Yeah. Then go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So well, anyway. I know. It's, uh, it's like, where can they keep up the fun conversation with you on social media? Yay! Like, It'll be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. It was so great to meet you. You had such a great energy mm. when I saw yeah. I met you in the parking lot. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you meet people in the parking lot and it turns out great, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what's your social tag? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, at Aiden yeah, Park Show. Cool. So A-I-D-A-N. That's, my name is spelled weird. A-I-D-A-N. You're telling me. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. It's Lucrita L-A, right? Yeah. Uh, my mom didn't want me to be called Lulu. Um, so it's L-A. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Aiden Park yeah. Show. Yeah. So uh, yeah, find nice me on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, all the all of them. Yeah, my cool. Since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L A C R E T I A L Y O N anywhere on the internet. Since there is only one. See you next Tuesday. So there's this new podcast you guys should totally be listening to. It's called Dead Inside. It's got myself, Lucretia Lyon, and Jacqueline Pissarro. And we talk about a lot of effed up stuff. That uh, you'll absolutely enjoy and laugh at, like murder. And uh, serial killers. And um, we speak with other comics, and we talk to other different types of personalities. Yeah, and personality disorders. That um, we point out in other people and in ourselves. Because we're full of it. (laughs) Yeah, so guys, Dead Inside has new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify.